What's up, Crossover fam? This is Tammy. We want to thank you for tuning in to our podcast. God has been moving in major ways in our community, and we're so glad that you get to be a part of it. We pray that this message encourages and inspires you to live out your calling in Christ. Enjoy this week's message. And so I wanted to, I wanted to share a message called Rooted. Say Rooted. Rooted. The question is today, what are you rooted in? Like, what are you rooted in? Uh, my kitchen has a little uh, a window in front of the sink like a lot of kitchens have. And we put these little pots up top. They're actually coffee mugs. Y'all like coffee? We don't, we don't brew much coffee in my house. Once in a while we do. So we use the coffee mugs as planters. Anybody done that before? And, and we put little things in there like basil and thyme and all these little herbs. Anybody tried to grow herbs before? I'm the only one. Okay, cool, cool. That's what we did in Miami. I'm joking. So we, we grow these little herbs, and we put these little seeds in there, and you got to put them by the, by the window so that they get sun, right? And, and, and you can watch the little seed kind of grow up, and, you know, some of the times I'll put a cup over it to give it like this little urban greenhouse type vibe. And I, I, listen, I do not have a green thumb. I know how to kill some plants in Jesus' name. I don't know what I'm doing. But the cool thing is once they sprout up a little high, you know, about one inch or so, you probably got, you know, a good chance that they're going to live. And what I learned by actually writing this message is there's something happening underneath the soil before you ever see anything on top of the soil. It's called, it, the, the seed actually dies first. Say dies first. The seed has to die before it ever could live. It's crazy. And when I was thinking about the the things of the kingdom, it's very similar to, you know, things of the kingdom. That's why I wanted to share this message today called Rooted. So when the seed dies, it actually starts to grow downward before it ever grows upward. And I wanted to read a scripture. The Lord took me to Psalm chapter 1. All right, and, and I'm going to start there, and we're going to jump into this message. I believe that God has a word for you today that's going to change your life in Jesus' name. Psalm 1, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scoffers. But this man's delights is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season, and his leaf does not wither. In all he does, he prospers. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We pray it penetrates our hearts and our minds, and that we leave different than we walked in today. Have your way in this place. In Jesus' name, we all said amen. Amen. So I wanted to share a word today about being rooted in order to be a blessing in order to fully live out the, the things that God has for you in this life while we're alive on this earth. Because God has a purpose for you. I know you heard that before, right? God wants to do something in your life, and it goes way beyond just yourself. And so I want, I want, to, I want you to understand that you have to be rooted in his word, rooted in the kingdom. And we're going we're gonna to use the parallel or, or the proverb of a tree. Say tree. We're going to use that. Tr- we're like trees. There's even a scripture, I didn't write it down, so I don't know exactly where it's at. It says, we're like trees walking. Right? We're, we're, all, we're all these little trees on this earth. And when I was young, and my son today, shout out to Zeke, I used to like climbing trees. Any of y'all like climbing trees? 
In Miami, they have these trees that actually grow all different types, like these, these tropical trees. And I always wanted a treehouse but never got one. Oh. But, but, but there's these trees I used to climb up, and I used to go all the way to the top. How many of y'all, like, go all the way to the top? All the way to the top of the tree. Until one of your parents saw you, like, get down from there. You're going to kill yourself. Because Zeke will start climbing on something now. He climbs six feet. I'm like, yo, get him down. He's going to fall. But in the 80s, I guess, you know, I don't know. We just didn't care as much, right? 80s is like kids climbing up crazy tall. But, but, but we are like trees. Verse 3 says, he is like, if you do this, right, if you are a man of the word, if you're rooted in the word, if you don't do this and do this, you will be like. I love that. This is a promise in Psalm 1. If you don't do this and do this, this is what you will be like, he says, right? And there's three aspects about being rooted like a tree that I wanted to share with you today. The first one is this. It's called we first have to be planted. Say planted. We got to be planted. We got to be planted in the right way, in the right soil, in the right family. We got to be planted. The other day I was, I was, I started juicing, right? I'm trying to eat a little bit better. So I started juicing and I took these apples and I cut these apples up and I took the seeds out. Just the other day I took the seeds out of the apple and I planted the seed in one of those cups. I was like, hey, I'm a, if I'm going to grow something, I want to grow something besides basil. I want to grow an apple tree. Yeah. So I put the seeds inside the cup. Well, what do you know? The other day, guess what happened? A week later, I started to see a little thing starting to sprout up, right? And I realized that that seed would have never sprouted unless I had put it in the right environment, right? I, I could have kept that seed, like, in a cup, and it would have just be seeds. Y'all seen seeds before. We could buy seeds at the store right now. But until that seed is put in the right environment, it will never flourish. It will never grow. It will never be all that it was supposed to be, which is a tree. Us, same thing. Unless we're planted in the right environments, unless we're planted in the right soil, unless we're planted in the right context, we will never be all that God has called us to be. We realize that this tree in Psalm 1 was planted by a river or a stream of water. There's several symbolisms of water in the context of the scriptures. Water for drinking symbolizes the spirit of God. And you read it in John 7, 37, 39. On the last day of the feast, Jesus stood and with a loud voice, he says, If anyone's thirsty, let him come and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture said, streams of living water will flow from within them. By this he meant the spirit whom those who believed in him were later to receive. He's talking about us. Up to that time, the spirit had not been given since Jesus had yet been glorified. See, you can be planted and you can grow roots while God is moving around you, while he's moving around you. Did you know that? Something about being planted too. When I put that seed inside that cup, that seed isn't moving. That plant isn't moving. That, that plant is being still. Somebody say, be still. There's a scripture that says, be still and know that I am God. Because sometimes what happens, if I took that seed out of there, it's called transplanting a seed. Right? If you take that seed out of there and you break a root by accident, if it's too small, that seed is going to die. 
That plant is going to die. You got to be very careful of how you transport a plant from one pot to another. I'm teaching y'all something in the physical and the spiritual at the same time. And sometimes when we're rooted, we have to sometimes just be still so that we can mature into the plant, into the tree that God wants us to mature into. This is a word for somebody today. You're still when you're planted. It's the roots that's feeding the plants. See, we can look like we're, we're a big tree up top. But what's happening on the inside is really what's making or breaking the tree. Right? That, that root system got to go deep. The deeper the roots go, the stronger the tree is. The deeper the roots in your life go, the stronger the person is. And the question is, what is feeding you? What is feeding you? Food is fuel. Did you know that? Food is fuel. So what is feeding you spiritually? Because whatever's feeding you spiritually is fueling you physically in Jesus' name. See, this tree was planted by the water. The roots would go down and, and, and drink and feed off the soil that was rich. Why was the soil rich around the river? Because it's constantly being fed by the water. It's 24-7 being fed. And just like us, we can have that same, that same water. I mean, he says it in his word that water will flow from us, living water. Did you know that? A lot of us are searching for our worth and value in the things of the world. We're searching for these things and these affirmations and validations because we're trying to feed ourselves through what, what men says we are or what people say we are. So we're on social media searching for friends. We're searching for people to like our stuff and to like our posts and to reshare our stuff. And none of that stuff is bad, but none of that stuff will feed your spirit. We're looking for validation in all these places. And the Lord's saying, no, I want you to get rooted in me. I want to feed you from a place that nobody can see. It's all happening underground. The roots grow deeper before the seedling will ever sprout above the ground. See, we want to show everybody what's happening up top, but we don't want to see what's happening below the surface. We don't want to you know, show everybody what's happening when nobody else is looking. What's really going on in our heart and our minds. We don't want to show everybody that because people might judge us. We're searching from the things of the world, but we got to be like the tree planted by the water. What is the water? The water is the word. The water is the Holy Spirit. Trees that are not planted by the water have to wait to eat. That apple seed that I planted in my, inside of my house... It has to wait on me to be fed. But trees that are planted by the river don't have to wait on the rain. They don't have to wait on nothing. They are being fed 24-7. Who are you waiting for? Are you waiting for Sunday to be fed? Listen, you are, I pray that you're fed on Sundays, but you, this ain't going to be enough to eat. You have to grow roots in the kingdom so that you can eat on your own in Jesus' name. Trees that aren't planted by the water have to wait. See, we're all being fed from things that are unseen. Whether it's us watching certain things on television, 
right? Whether it's us hanging around certain people, whether it's us just, you know, our minds being locked into something that they shouldn't be locked into, and it's called sin, and it's feeding the world. It's feeding us. And it's from a place that is hidden. And some of us are waiting on the rain. We're waiting for God to do something. We're waiting, you know, for, for this and for that. And the Lord's saying, listen, if you just get rooted in my word, if you just plant yourself in my word, you wouldn't have to wait on the rain. And then he goes on to say that their leaves will not wither. I love that. Because if you're like me, we have several plants on the counter next to the, <laughs> next to the window, and a lot of them die. Their leaves start to turn brown. Y'all know what I'm talking about, right? And they start, you know, you, you clip them off, hoping that you can save the plant, you put more water in. But the problem is the, the, the leaves wither up because it's not being fed the correct stuff. Or it's not being fed as much as it, I should be feeding it. Or the, 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 the soil isn't fertilized the correct way. And so it, the leaves wither up and the plant dies. But the Lord said, if you're planted by the water, by the river, he says, your leaves will not wither. That means you'll always be alive. You'll always look great. You'll always, you know what I mean, be, be full of life. One thing I know about these trees is the apple trees, the purpose is to have apples. It's to, it's to, it's to bear fruit, which leads me to my next point. We got to produce something. If we're planted, the key is to produce. There's a river flowing directly from the throne room from the throne room of God that is feeding every person's spirit and we are called to produce fruit, say bear fruit. That's what we're called to do. When we're planted by God in his sanctifying word, we can produce fruit, fruit in season. Ripe, ready to eat. What does the Bible tell us about producing fruit? It says this in Romans 1.3. I do not want you to be unaware, brothers, that I plan many times to come to you, but have been prevented from doing so until now, in order that I might have a harvest amongst you, just as I have had amongst the Gentiles. Galatians 5. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. We're called to bear fruit. Inside each piece of fruit that we eat are little things called seeds. Right? We, already, we already know that. They're seeds. You ever bite into an orange before and you have to spit the seeds out? Bite into a watermelon, spit the seeds out. The fruit isn't just for consumption, even though I like fruits. Fruit is also for multiplication. I'm going to say that again just so you can really get this thing. Fruit isn't just so you can eat and consume it. Fruit is also for multiplication. What do I mean by that? Each, each seed is a tree. Each seed. Sometimes we forget about that. We're just eating seeds and spitting them out, right? How many are like sunflower seeds? Those are sunflowers. You're eating sunflowers. Look at that. That's what it is. You're eating the whole sunflower. Eventually, could be. Don't buy a bag of sunflowers with a ranch flavor or a hot sunflower and try to plant those seeds. Those are, those are done. They're good, though. Each peanut is a peanut tree. Each apple seed is an apple tree. 
Each orange seed is a or- each watermelon seed, little watermelon seeds, is a whole watermelon vineyard. But we don't see it, so we don't think about it. Fruit is about multiplication. So let's just say you had an apple tree in your backyard, right? We, we grow apple trees in, in Georgia, right? Certain type of apples grow here. You can go apple picking in the fall. And one thing that me and my wife actually went apple picking a few years ago up in North Georgia, and we went and you could pick apples off the tree, but there's a bunch of apples laying around the ground, right? The ones that are rotting and the ones that are, are they, they look horrible and they look bad. You wouldn't eat them. But it's actually good for the ground. Did you know that? It actually fertilizes the ground. It gives nutrients to the ground. And not only does it give nutrients to the ground, it actually gives nutrients to the seeds that are now going down into the ground. And so the purpose of the fruit is not just so that we can eat the apples. The purpose of the fruit is so that it could put seeds into the ground and grow other trees. And we are called to produce something. We're called to plant seeds and produce crop and produce seeds. And one thing I know about planting seeds is you got to fertilize the seed. Y'all know what's in fertilizer, right? Sometimes seeds grow in the midst of adversity, the best. For real. Some of y'all are like, oh, man, I I can't believe I'm going through this stuff. I can't believe I'm dealing with this stuff. Listen, it's in times of adversity that we grow the most. See, when you're comfortable, when everything's okay, we got, we, we, gotta, we gotta pray and say, oh Lord, please protect me. Watch out for me. Lest I stumble and think I'm good. But it's in times that things ain't going perfectly. When times where, 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 where we might be in pressure, we might have things going on in our life that, we, that when we look back, we can realize, dang, I grew a lot. It's when we're uncomfortable, it's when we're being stretched. That God is molding us and he's growing us so that we can produce more fruits in Jesus' name. I watched this documentary the other day. I, lo- I love documentaries. And it was about animals. Y'all, y'all like, used to watch those back in the day, like animal documentaries and stuff? <laughs> and it was the Tasmanian devil. It's cra- I mean, these little things are crazy. But there's this fruit in Australia that it eats. And I can't remember the name of the fruit. But it eats the fruit, and these plants are multiplying all over Australia because the Tasmanian devils are eating it, and then they're going about their business, and they're, they're, they're doing, you know, number two. They're doing number two all over the place, and the seeds are coming out the back end of the Tasmanian devils, and they're being planted all over the country through their, you know, stuff. I would say it, but no, nah, probably y'all y'all would probably still love me if I did. <laughs> but it's funny because when we're dealing with crap, can I say that? We don't realize a lot of times when we're dealing with crap that the seed that God put in us is about to be birthed into something supernatural. You hear me? We feel like woe is me. You don't know what I deal with. You don't understand. But see, it's in, the, it's in the context of adversity that things are multiplied in the kingdom. Jesus told the disciples to go into all the world and make disciples, baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them all of the things that I have commanded you to do. And then after he departed, 
Check this out. After he departed and went to the right hand of the Father, the disciples stayed in Jerusalem. It wasn't until their lives were being threatened, it wasn't until the heat got turned up that the disciples started to move. But because the disciples started to move, because the heat was turned up and things became very uncomfortable, the purpose of God was done. They started to go into all the world. Before they were comfortable and they stayed. But then when things got heated up, they went. We're called to bear fruit. The third point is this. We're called to prosper. Say prosper. I love the way that psalm ends. It says, and whatever you do, you will prosper. Like what? Whatever you do will prosper. Y'all know Jeremiah 29 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. It's the ministry of multiplication. It's multiplying disciples in you and through you in Jesus' name. It's the other trees that will start to bear fruit. Check this out. Around you from the seed that you planted in them. So you could count how many seeds are in an apple. Did you know that? You chop the apple up and you could count how many seeds are in the apple. But you'll never count how many apples are in the seed. kingdom of heaven is like a seed when planted into the ground becomes the biggest of the trees we're called to prosper in all that we do whatever he does or she does shall prosper it speaks of success in all endeavors of our life when we thirst and hunger for God we're rooted in his word whatever we do will prosper whatever If you do it for the glory of God, whatever you do, I'm telling you, will prosper. It's about building his kingdom, advancing his kingdom. It's when we first die to ourselves. Listen to this. When we die to our ways, when we die to the flesh, when we surrender all, is when we really live. Just like the seed. When we're planted in the context of a church, a family, in his word, we're covered with prayer. You might feel like, I don't know. Like, it's, it's. Listen, when you plant it in the right soil and you're fed and fertilized, you will grow. Did you know that a New Testament church could do nothing but grow? I'm going to say it again because I don't think you really understand it. A New Testament church that's filled with the Holy Spirit, you could do nothing but grow. Because when you're fully living out the things of God, when you're fully living out the abundant life that God wants for you, the result of that is multiplication. It's bearing fruit. It's multiplying. It's prospering. What do I mean by that? I'm not saying that, this, that more people will come here, even though they probably will, but more people will be impacted in the kingdom 
More people's lives will be changed and transformed. More people will be set free. More people will be healed. More people will be delivered. Most of these people will never step foot in this building, but they will hear about Jesus and what he's done for you through people like you. Your neighbor will know that you love Jesus, or does he not? When you fully live out this gospel, you have to not care what everybody else thinks about you. We have to be planted. We have to be producing fruit. And everything we do will flourish. Everything we do will prosper. There might be somebody in here today, and we're going to close the service by praying that feels like, you know what, like I've tried, I've tried, I've struggled, I've done this, and it feels like I can't get past whatever it is. I can't prosper. Let me tell you a story about a blueberry plant that I bought at Home Depot uh, five years ago. We got into planting stuff in our backyard, and we're horrible at it. (laughs) We're horrible. I bought this. I said, I'm not going to grow it from a seed. I'm going to buy the plant. Anybody like blueberries in here? I love blueberries. So I bought a blueberry tree. It was probably about this tall. And I planted that thing in my backyard. I started watering it. It didn't have no blueberries that year. The next year, watering it, put fertilizer in it. Did everything I was supposed to do. No blueberries. I said, man, this is a bad tree. I'm going to take this thing back to Home Depot. Went back to Home Depot. I said, hey, y'all sold me a bad blueberry tree. They said, what do you mean it's bad blueberry tree? I said, because you could actually return these trees at Home Depot if y'all don't know that. And, and I said, it's not, it has no blueberries on it. And this lady who was like super hype in the garden, and she, she came and she wanted to help me. And she's like, hey, are you doing this? Are you doing that? Are you doing this? And she says, have you pruned the tree? And I'm like, pruned the tree? No, I haven't pruned it. And, and she's like, oh, you need to cut it all the way back. You need to cut things, you know, like cut the bushes off, cut it back so that the following year it'll have blueberries on it. And so I said, what? I guess she knows more than I do. So I'm going to go and I'm going to cut all these branches off. Watered it. Guess what happened next year? It started to produce blueberries. And so maybe you feel like you're stuck Maybe you feel like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not producing any fruit in the kingdom. I don't know why I'm here. I don't know what's going on. The Lord, if you allow the Holy Spirit, he will start to prune your life. And this is biblical. This is biblical. This says it in the Bible. Like he says, for for the trees, for the fruit that he loves, he says he prunes the tree so that it will bear more fruit in the next season. I had to cut that tree down. I had to cut that tree back. Who would have guessed that? But listen, it will breed life. It will bring new life into your bones. It will bring new life into your soul and your spirit. As God starts to cut things away, allow the Holy Spirit to remove things from your life, to remove people from your life, because it's all about bearing fruits. Why you're alive. Come on, somebody. I'm going to pray right now. If you're ready to be planted, you're ready to grow roots, you're ready to produce something, I want you to slip your hand up because I'm going to pray for you.
Let's pray right now. Father God, I thank you for your children that are here today. I thank you, Father, for each and every person that their heart and mind is rooted in you. And that what's, what's happening underneath, what's happening underground in our hearts is more important than what's happening on top. Cut away everything that is hindering us from bearing fruit. Cut it away, Lord. Make that your prayer to today. Make that your prayer to the Father. Remove things from my life that are causing me not to bear fruit. I want to be rooted in you, God. I want to drink from your water. I want to, I want to hunger and thirst for righteousness. I know that you will fill me. I just hear Holy Spirit right now saying, tell them that they are loved with an everlasting love. You don't have to live up to this love. You don't have to perform. You don't have to do nothing. You just have to receive. There's somebody in here, because I'm hearing him clearly right now, it feels like they're not good enough to receive this love. He said, there's nothing you can do to separate my love from you. Receive the love of the Father right now. Remove barriers. Holy Spirit, remove things, Father, that's causing us not to receive the fullness of your love and your grace right now. Expose lies. Reveal truth. Lord, I pray for those that need a miracle right now, God. You are the miracle worker. You're the same yesterday, today, and forevermore, God. I pray for healing over bodies. I pray for freedom for those that are bound. In Christ's name. There's just a sweet spirit in here this morning. I pray your peace upon everybody's mind moving into this Christmas season. You hear the Lord say, I am your Father in heaven. <laughs> Christmas is about me. So we love you, Lord. We thank you, Father, for your word. We thank you, God, that whatever we do will prosper when we're rooted in you. We love you. We thank you. It's in Christ's name we pray. We all said amen. Amen. Man, what a powerful message. We want to thank you for tuning in. I hope that this week's word blessed and encouraged you. God is doing some amazing things in our community, and we're so glad to have you be a part of it. If you're new to our ministry, we would love to connect with you. You can go to crossoverchurchatl.com backslash connect and fill out the information so that we can stay connected. Also, if you would like to give to help support our ministry, you can go to crossoverchurchatl.com backslash give. Thanks and God bless.